every single day, the terrorists are planning new ways to kill you and everyone else who lives at The only thing standing in their way is us. You. Baxter, I think we can found Morphanite safely now. Okay, so this is going to be a little different. This is going to be a start of a new format that I'm going to be doing for this. Put more thought into it instead of just winging it. So this first segment, I'm going to be reading excerpts, excerpts, whatever you want to, however you want to pronounce it, from signed books that I have. Uh... This first one is from I Survived the Nazi's Hell by George Brown. This is uh, the first five sentences from chapter one. Here we go. My father was not an extremely religious man. Mostly he went to temple because of my mother and his children, but on the last Passover... He gathered me and my brothers together to go while my sister Lily and I, Lily and my mother stayed home. The big temple in our room was full of people that day. Even my Uncle Louie was there. At any other time, the temple would have been very noisy during services. That's the first paragraph from I Survived the Nazis Hell by George Brown. Probably with another paragraph from it or, you know, do that on a later episode because it's a very interesting book. I read the first couple of chapters when I bought it. The next one I'll read in a minute is from Israelistine. Israelistine. Uh, I'm not sure how to pronounce it. No disrespect intended. By Bill Salas. And it's the first five sentences from chapter one of that book. Usually. And I've never read past the first chapter of that one. But it seems okay. It would be 9-11 times 100. 
eleven times a hundred. Okay, here we go. First paragraph from chapter one of Israelistein. Israelistein. Again, sorry for the mispronunciation. <coughs> By Bill Salas. It was 2 a.m. and there was no conjuring up the admission press for a good night's sleep. Editing deadlines at Laden 6 passed and the full court press was on for a specific one word title with an abbreviated subtitle for the book the future would not forget. It was now or never. This pitch black morning required nothing less than heavenly manna to fall into the author's lap. Five years had elapsed since the first first prophetic God damn it, words of his book had been penned and again he found himself praying for a miracle. Let the Red Sea part turn the water to wine and help this foolish man to know what was the title of his book going to be. So I messed up a little bit on it, but that was the first five sentences, first paragraph of the book by Bill Salas. Salas, I can't pronounce that. But, you know, there we go. Looks like a pretty hardcore political book. Next uh, thing I'll be reading is from No Walls and the Recurring Dream by Annie DeFranco. Denver Nuggets have been eliminated. <coughs> Lakers move on to the finals. That's crazy. I'm a Lakers fan. I wear a Lakers hat every day, but I was still hoping the Nuggets might pull it off because that'd be amazing to come back from three, three-one deficits. I was just wanting to see that, but God, the Lakers moved on. Alright, here we go. No Walls and a Recurring Dream by Annie DeFranco. <coughs> the house I grew up in had no walls, except, of course, around the outside, and around the boiler in the middle of the first floor, and the little bathroom in the middle of the second floor. My mother, whose idea the whole donut house thing was, 
wanted to create a log cabin feel in a carriage house in North Buffalo. She was fresh out of MIT School of Architecture, a woman pioneering in an all-male world, and freshly married to my father whom she met at school. He was a returning student. He first... immigrant and his family to go to college. That was the first five sentences of No Walls and the Recurring Dream by Annie DeFranco. And that was three little end scripts from signed books that I own. And now, right here in my hands, I have three of my favorite through the mail returns, TTM returns. Autograph related stuff. Still on the autograph stuff. This first one right here. Tom Savini signed Friday the 13th playing card. And I uh, displayed it with a photo of him and Corey Taylor. His second one. Susan Bennett. The original voice of Siri. She signed the back of a photo, but I had an extra one, so I put what she signed the back of with, yeah, I put them together. I'm not complaining that she signed the back, I think it's really cool, she put a little note on it, better than any little signature she could have put on the front. And this third one, from Robert Shibline, hope I'm saying that correctly, former Alcatraz inmate. I'm going to read you a little note he wrote, because I messed up on the amount of postage. When I first sent a request to him, so this is a little note he sent back. Justin, I am not pissed. I just want you to know, if you don't know the postage, go to the post office. The... Oh, shit. The mailman handed your package with postage due on it, and I hefted it and said, first, and, and said one first class will not cover this. Two first class stamps will not cover this. She said, it's not the way that's the package. The way you sent it would have taken eight first-class stamps. Took me a minute to get through that, but I didn't use enough postage. She was just letting me know. I just think it's funny. I'm not pissed. Here we go. Now I'm moving on to movie-related stuff. And what I'm going to talk about now are uh, martial arts movies made during the 1970s. There were over 2,000 total martial arts movies made during 1970. There were over 1,300 from Hong Kong. Three, over 300 from Japan. Over 230 from South Korea, over a hundred from India, and another over and more over a hundred from the Philippines. Kind of messed up on that. Um, some interesting ones out of Hong Kong, my personal favorites that I've seen. Uh, the Adventure, uh, released in 1972. Black Panther, released in 1973. Chinatown Kid. Released in 1977. Uh, those are my favorite right. movies released from, uh, you know, martial arts Hong Kong released during the 70s that I've seen. 
I looked through the book. There's tons of movies, thousands listed. But, you know, I've only seen so many. I am from Japan. My favorites that I saw, that I've seen. The Ambitious, released in 1970. Demon Pond, released in 1975. And I hope I'm saying this correctly. Kaoyaku, released in 1971. And three of my favorites from South Korea, released during this time frame. Brand, from 1974. Hwangbi, bye. Sorry for the mispronunciation. From 1974. A Viper. From 1975. Now, my favorites from India. Aprida. Again, I'm sorry for the mispronunciations. Released in 1972. Gumal. Released in 1979. Shore. Released in 1972. Three of my favorites from the Philippines. A lot. Released in 1975. Dragnet. Released in 1973. Udiok released in 1971. No disrespect intended if I mispronounce them. But those are some cool movies from, you know, martial arts movies released during the 1970s, various different countries. Those were the top five that released the most, but of course there were other countries that released the same during that time. Alright, release the same genre, you know, martial arts. The U.S., Australia, Turkey, you know, almost everywhere. Very popular genre. The best time period for martial arts movies was those ten years. Nineteen, or nine years. I won't be blamed for wrong information. I just copy what I see, try to write it down, but I may get some stuff wrong, so do your own research. Basically, I said don't trust me, but yet I want to give you my opinion. Kind of put myself in a tricky situation. What I'm saying is, I'm not trying to present what I'm saying as fact when I report this little news. It's just what I saw in my own words, you know. Do your own research on the topics. Uh, but these three things I'm going to talk about. Number one, a COVID-19 vaccine. Number two, Harley Davidson leaving India. And number three, magnetic robots that can coax nerve cells. Very interesting stuff.
summary of what I saw about the COVID-19 vaccine. An experimental vaccine by Johnson & Johnson produced great results. It's called AD26COP2.5. God, I can't release, or read my own handwriting. It's not certain if the effects will be the same on old and young people, though. It's backed by, it's backed by the U.S. government. Let's test it on monkeys first. And they expect phase 3 test results by early next year or by the end of this year. Again, do your own research on that topic. Uh, COVID-19 vaccine done by Johnson & Johnson, which is backed by the U.S. government and was tested on monkeys first. AD 26 point COV 2.S5. Pretty sure that's S. But, you know... I don't know, man. God, I sound like a hippie. Be some 28 days later type of shit. Alright, here we go. Number two. Harley Davidson leaving India. India is the world's biggest motorcycle market. The company, the company stopping manufacturing and toning down sales in the country. That's it, company. Ah, I'm going to start from the top. Harley Davidson leaving India. There we go. That's the headline. India is the world's biggest motorcycle market. The company is stopping manufacturing and toning down sales in the country. This is weeks after Honda announced they wouldn't expand further into India. This is a huge loss and could lead to more companies doing the same, which I believe uh, is called the Prime Minister over there. I hope I'm getting that right. I really need to brush up on world governments. If I'm going to be reporting the news more. Jesus Christ. But he's already trying to sway companies into staying in India. And with those two leaving, it's not working. 17 million motorcycles and scooters are sold each year in the country. But, or in India, country. I hope it's a country. God, I really need to learn more. I'd second-guess myself too much. I'm probably getting this right and sounding like an idiot. I'm second-guessing. Ah, this is just a first try, though. This is a better format, though. Kinks will get worked out. Alright, here we go. Last one. Magnetic robots that can coax nerve cells. Scientists have reported that they can operate... That robots can operate as nerve cell connectors. This was achieved at the Daegu Jeonbuk Institute of Science and Technology in South Korea. Forgive me if I mispronounced that wrong. I apologize. The microbus will fertile in rat nerve cells. This could lead to multiple ground-breaking developments. It is unbelievable stuff. A similar system could actually create biocomputers with nerve cells. I don't know about you, but that sounds scary. Skynet, Terminator. I'd fuck Arnold Schwarzenegger up. I don't know about anybody else. Alright, well... That was it. 
That was the first try at this new format. Only about 20 minutes. Might be longer as I work it out. I think it was a lot better than just winging it. But obviously I gotta flush it out. Give it a little bit more information. But I think this could work. Alright. Well. Fuck you and see you later.